The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by CME Group and Harpy. It's Monday, December 4th, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. My name is Noelle Acheson, Coindesk collaborator and author of the Crypto is Macro Now newsletter on Substack. On today's show, we're talking about strong crypto moves, Bitcoin criticism, and more. So you don't miss an episode, be sure to follow the podcast on your platform of choice and turn on notifications. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Now, a markets roundup. Crypto markets were active during the weekend, building on Friday's positive momentum. Then, during Asian trading hours today, interest picked up even further, briefly pushing Bitcoin through $42,000 for the first time since early April of last year. It has since settled back some, but seems for now to be holding within a new range. According to Coindesk Indices, at 9 a.m. Eastern Time today, Bitcoin was trading up 5.2% over the past 24 hours at $41,750. Ether was up 3.5%, trading at $2,233. What triggered this jump? Truthfully, it's always hard to pin down any specific catalyst. It could be one or several large orders, it could be short covering, it could be a rumor getting traders excited, or maybe all of the above. As we've been discussing here regularly, the backdrop is positive for crypto assets more broadly. Growing institutional interest, the imminent likelihood of a US Bitcoin spot ETF, declining interest rate expectations and increasing monetary liquidity, all of these are positive drivers for crypto assets, and we could be seeing more large investors wake up to this new environment. For now, this still seems to be a Bitcoin-led rally, as Bitcoin's market dominance is heading up. Bitcoin currently accounts for over 54% of the total crypto market cap, up from less than 52% just a couple of weeks ago. Crypto-related stocks are also doing well. On Friday, Coinbase jumped 7.25%, while MicroStrategy climbed almost 6%. In Macro Matters, this week we're going to be talking a lot about US employment data. There's a strong flow of key metrics on the calendar. Tomorrow, we get the latest reading on US job openings. On Wednesday, we get the ADP National Employment Report. 
On Thursday, we have the challenger job cuts and unemployment benefit claims. All of these will be building up to the climax on Friday when we get the latest official U.S. jobs growth and unemployment rate. Expectations are for the unemployment rate for November to hold steady at 3.9%, while non-farm payrolls increase by 180,000, more than October's increase of 150,000. In a public appearance on Friday, Federal Reserve Chair Powell once again pushed back against expectations of interest rate cuts in the first half of 2024. At one stage, he said, and I quote, The FOMC is strongly committed to bringing inflation down to 2% over time and to keeping policy restrictive until we are confident that inflation is on a path to that objective. End quote. He went on to repeat that the Fed was prepared to hike again if necessary and that it was premature to conclude that a sufficiently restrictive stance has been reached. The market wasn't buying it and is now pricing in an almost 60% probability of the first rate cuts by March. At one stage on Friday, the yield on 10-year treasuries dropped as low as 4.2% for the first time since early September. So you can see why this week's employment data is going to be so significant for market sentiment. In stocks, U.S. markets decided to join the optimism party on Friday. The S&P 500 and Nasdaq were up almost six-tenths of a percent, while the Dow Jones climbed eight-tenths. Futures this morning are pointing to some retracement. In Europe, the main indices were up around 1% on Friday, but are trading flat to down so far today. In Asia, sentiment was weak in trading today. Japan's Nikkei fell six-tenths of a percent, while the Shanghai Composite was down three-tenths and the Hang Seng dropped just over one percent. In commodities, oil markets have continued to head downward despite the latest round of announced production cuts from OPEC+. This decline also comes despite a couple of potential geopolitical flashpoints. Yesterday, Venezuela held a public referendum on whether or not to annex an oil-rich region of neighboring Guyana. The result was unsurprisingly an overwhelming yes. And should Venezuela go through with this, any resulting sanctions could hit Venezuelan oil production. Also, the intensification of missile attacks by Houthi rebels on containers sailing through the Red Sea could be a problem for oil shipments through the Suez Canal. Yet traders are choosing to focus on the likelihood of weaker demand due to a global economic slowdown. Today, the Brent crude benchmark is down a further 1.7% on the day, trading at $78.46 per barrel. Gold responded yesterday to the continued drop in U.S. yield and a weaker dollar by soaring to an all-time high of $2,146. It has since retraced much of that jump, but is still up on the month so far, trading at $2,063 per ounce earlier today. Its gain for the past week is 2.8%. Stay with us. After the break, we're going to debunk yet another round of anti-Bitcoin messaging. CME Group cryptocurrency futures and options provide market-leading liquidity for Bitcoin and Ether trading. Participate in the Crypto Classic Trading Challenge from December 10th through December 15th for the chance to win cash prizes. Compete against your peers while test driving your crypto strategies in a risk-free simulated environment. Visit cmegroup.com slash cryptoclassic to find out more. 
This communication is not directed to investors of any specific jurisdiction or to recipients based in jurisdictions in which distribution is not permitted. It cannot be considered investment advice or results of market experience. Past results are not indicative of future performance. Trading derivatives products involves the risk of loss. Please consider it carefully. Full disclaimer included in show notes. This episode is sponsored by Harpy, the most advanced on-chain security solution for monitoring and protecting your crypto wallet from theft in real time. Harpy helps you detect, block, and recover compromised assets from malicious transactions before they execute, keeping your crypto safe from the threat of attacks, hacks, and scams. Secure your wallet for free at harpy.io forward slash markets daily. That's H-A-R-P-I-E dot I-O forward slash Markets Daily. Welcome back. Today, I want to address a commentary that was published in a scientific journal last week that has been widely and inaccurately reported across mainstream media. Last week, data scientist for the Dutch central bank, Alex de Vries, wrote a commentary detailing how much water Bitcoin mining uses. The implication is that this useless activity is consuming a valuable resource. We've been here before. For years, we've been pushing back on claims that Bitcoin energy use was going to destroy the world or at least significantly damage its environment. We seem to have largely won that argument, as you rarely hear politicians these days advocate for the regulation or even banning of Bitcoin for environmental reasons. Instead, they have pivoted to focus on illicit use. The crypto ecosystem fought back on the environmental claims by patiently refuting each of the scaremongering accusations until eventually facts won out, and you now often hear academics and even institutional research teams talk about Bitcoin's climate potential. Now, we have to do the same with the latest claims, which include kind of crazy allegations, such as each Bitcoin payment consumes as much water as a swimming pool. That one was from the BBC. The Weather Channel insisted that the single Bitcoin transaction uses 100 bathtubs of water, while the Independent went further and said that Bitcoin consumes as much water as all the baths in Britain. There's an image for you. For the sake of time, I won't go into full detail on everything the study and then the reporting get wrong because it's a long list. But the broad strokes are 1. Payments and transactions are not the same thing in Bitcoin. And per-transaction consumption data is very hard to calculate because the daily number of transactions can vary. Blocks are predictable, but numbers of transactions are not, and each transaction can contain millions of payments. 2. The calculations sum together two different water uses. There's the direct use via cooling of mining machines, And there's the indirect use, which is water consumed by electricity providers. Adding them together is like adding apples and tomatoes. 3. Much of the water used either directly or indirectly is not lost forever. It gets reused. And finally, 4. The calculations are not peer-reviewed, although mainstream media has reported on them as if they are. They are published as a commentary and the reporting has overlooked that de Vries has a reputation for some outlandish predictions that have so far wildly missed their mark. Needless to say, nothing is ever perfect, and the crypto industry has plenty of faults. It would be nice, though, if we could keep the criticisms 
to things that are actually true. Thanks for listening. That's it for today's show. For more crypto podcasts, check out the Coindesk Podcast Network. You can reach us at podcasts at coindesk.com, follow us, and if you like the show, please leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, with executive production by Jared Schwartz. I'm Noel Acheson for Coindesk. We're back tomorrow with more market news and insights. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.